Hello everyone, welcome to the Casual Mangoose podcast and uh, we have a guest here today with us. Okay, so uh, my name is Brent, I'm really into games, mostly RPGs and recently also VR. Um, fuck the real world, I really like VR. Uh, I'm, almost, I'm also very uh, into movies, comic books, really anything, nerd, geek, whatever, I'll probably read it, watch it, play it. Yes, that's basically me. So cheers, Brent. And today we're going to talk about Fallout 76. So games and uh, Avengers Infinity War. So let's start. Fallout 76. Yes. Because you are a huge fan of, of, of Bethesda's Fallout. I am. I am. Uh, you obviously played the tree. You finished it. Yes. Played four. Yes. You finished it. I did. And, and VR as well. Oh yeah, VR. That is something that we need to check out. But that's for another. Uh, that's yeah. for another time. Spoilers is very shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would expect that. Unfortunately, yes. I, yeah. <laughs> but um, and you all, we are a huge fan of Skyrim. Yes. Oh, the Skyrim VR is amazing. I've been spending my life in there. Um, <laughs> fuck the real world. <laughs> yeah, I mean exactly. I mean, if you have video games, what would you care about the exactly the real world? Yes. So, um, Skyrim, obviously, Oblivion. Yes, uh, that's I, what I started with, Oblivion. I actually, pre- I, I, I know it's not going to sound like popular opinion, but I actually do prefer Oblivion more than Skyrim. No, I, I can somehow. see that. I can see that. Um, Morrowind was groundbreaking. I mean, at the time, the, the only, what? Um, okay, the first open world game that I played was probably Daggerfall. Okay. Yeah. That's like you know ancient times not that ancient yeah. you know it's not i didn't play it's it's not like you know um stone age times but it is still <laughs> a, ancient i think mm-hmm. um that was an open world game but you can't really compare it to to, mm, to, no. to what um morrowind brought because you could actually traverse the world mm-hmm. and walk around it fly around it whatever you wanted to and then it, it was just so incredible because it was also first person perspective so mm. Yeah, unfortunately, Morrowind. I never got into that. I, uh, it was it was just boring as, and you know the f word that I don't know if I'm supposed to use or not, but it was just. Boring. I probably already did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyway, it's, it's not focus on that. It probably will need cutting out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, so we've established that we're both huge fans of Bethesda's. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, gameplay, yeah, the yeah. games. I don't like the mechanics. Uh, <laughs> you like the mechanics. I do. Um, I don't like the sandboxiness of it. But that's the point. <laughs> I know it's the point, and I accept that. It's okay. just I I'm not a huge fan of of you know this kind of like 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 we talked about it. It's 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 this flowing this flowing character. You just, 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 just float. You don't walk. You, you don't feel any heaviness to it. Everything just seems to like slide or glide around. And it just annoys me because I really like the realism in games. And this takes me out of the immersion. Oh, yeah. Then you should definitely not play a Bethesda game. <laughs> There's nothing realistic about it. True. But then I grew up playing Fallout 1 and Fallout 2. Okay. So um, I I cannot play it because it's like 
replaying my childhood. So they, it's mm. like Star Wars, basically fucking up my childhood. No, I just, I, I, I kind of accept that. I mean, yeah. that's what it is. Um, there are huge benefits to the engine, uh, and then the mechanics give you a lot of freedom, and mm-hmm. it's great. It's great, and I will never ever play a Bethesda game like that <laughs> on a console. Yeah, true. No, not on console. It no. is horrible. It is. I mean, you can get around in Fallout because you have VATs. So shooting is like if you don't just want to shoot all your NPCs and then start shooting you in return, which happened to me so many times. <laughs> yeah. But like. Have you ever played as a mag or as a shooting bow in um, in Skyrim? I only play as a stealth archer. That's my only play style. It is the best. It's so much fun. Oh my god. I mean, seriously, it's like... It is the most difficult thing to do no. on a console. Okay, on a console, yes. I agree. I mean, shooting a bow is just ridiculous. It is horrible. Um... Any shooter on a console. Any no, aiming no. on a console. Uh, we can talk about shooters because, you know, I'm a huge Destiny fan. Mm-hmm. Um, because I love the mechanics. Yeah. And that's what keeps me playing the game because how the weapons work. And I know they've been dumbed down in the early days of Destiny 2, but they've brought it back up. And they're, they're good now. You have the, the tractor cannon or whatever it is. The, um, you have so many, uh, you have so many awesome weapons in Destiny too that make the mechanics mm-hmm. good. But let's get back to the main point, <laughs> which was Fallout seventy six. Yes. So we we watched the trailer. Yes. And the teaser, more like. Yeah. It wasn't, it and we sure. know that it's it's gonna surround around Vault seventy six, mm-hmm. and we know that Vault seventy six is one of those vaults that was a reference vault. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were five hundred people locked in it. it they were they didn't make any experiments. Nope. In this vault, there were like what twelve of these vaults, twenty four of these yeah. vaults. That, there, there were more than one. There, mm. there, there were more than one, and um, and then they, we see this reclamation day. Yes. The the, the posters and everything so happy. and. But we don't know really much about the gameplay itself. No, not anything. Basically, only officially. rumors, yeah, and speculation and leaks. Supposedly, yeah. we don't know anything official. I mean, there is the obviously the respected games journalist, <laughs> whom we all know, um, and and he actually breaks a lot of news that then happen and 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 they are true. Yeah. So we can kind of expect that. The rumor is that they were working on a Fallout 4 online kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And they probably used some of what they came up there and probably going to implement it in Fallout 76 to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but will it be single pair? Um, mainly? I think so. It will be either single player mainly or like uh, two player co-op is what the rumors are. At least. So, so how do you think Scott's gonna work out in this game? I mean, it, it yeah. is what what what's it gonna be like a Fortnite-ish kind of base building? Yeah, probably. It's like it's gonna be the base building from Fallout Four that they put in there, but expanded on. Is what I think, and actually, it's what I hope because I I really like the base building as well. Yeah. <laughs> um. And how the co-op will work, I have no idea. Maybe like 
Um, did you ever play Borderlands? I did not actually. I okay. am ashamed, but I did not play Borderlands. Okay. okay, because that was basically an open-ish world, like RPG quests and everything. But you could play like up to three other people, just like co-op co-op RPG. It it works. Okay. It's it's nice. And if it's that, that would be amazing. If they could make a co-op RPG, like open world in the Fallout world, yes. I am totally in for that. Okay, but that's um, that's just really interesting. That's but that would be actually really cool. I would totally like it. But that looks more like a but co-op and multiplayer is is maybe something different. Uh, well, it is completely different. But yeah. what I'm thinking about is okay, so we can do the story, mm-hmm. and you can do it in co-op. But like you can do it in Far Cry Five already, or in previous Far Cry. So okay, so yeah. that would be derivative a little bit. Mm-hmm. What if they break some new ground? For example, if they bring in like a base building kind of thing where you have either a preset amount of time mm-hmm. uh, during which you can build up the base or you can just build your base and then launch a mission. For example, a horde mode. Okay. Like imagine like huge box of raiders, you know, attacking your settlement. Mm. Or or like um super mutants, you know, mm. or 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 what are they those zombies called? Um ghouls. ghouls. Yeah. Uh imagine that. Would you would that be something you'd be interested in? Well, I mean that's uh, Fortnite already does that. The the not battle royale side of Fortnite yeah. already does that. You build your base and then Hordes attack and you defend. No, no, no yeah, uh, we know that. But in a Fallout Four setting, Fallout um, setting. I mean, why not? I mean, come on, man! It's just an optional. Or okay, maybe if it doesn't make it to the game, okay. what if someone mods it to be something like that? Oh yeah, if they if they mod it, I'll definitely try it. Yeah, I mean, it's 100%. completely worth it. Yeah. And I honestly, I'm not a big fan of battle royale. No, okay. But I love horde mode. Okay. That's why I'm so happy that they added a horde mode to Destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a different story, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, but would it be like player versus player? A PvE mode. Uh, sorry, a PvP mode in um, I hope not. I really... I, I don't want it to become like PvP competitive. That's not what FOD is about. FOD is about, you know... And a universe and exploring everything that's within it. Yeah, it's, it's more casual than that. It's yeah, I totally really agree. Hardcore PvP. It's not the scene for that. And I I hope <laughs> they don't try that. That would be horrible. I mean, at the day, at the end of the day, it's a story driven game. Yes. However, shit, the story has been <laughs> in Fallout Four. Yeah. Uh, it's it's about the story, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, New Vegas had an awesome story. Fallout 3 yes. had an okay story, but the world around it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, exploring all the vaults, and even though I wasn't really particularly happy uh, with the fact that they experimented on people in these vaults, because I'm, I'm, I'm really hooked on, I was really hooked on on the original to Fallout game. I mean, I accepted that, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they keep on doing a story, if it's going to be a story-focused game... I'm going to be happy. Yeah. And I will probably buy it on launch. 
I might even pre-order it. No, no. <laughs> I mean, okay. We, yes, we, I am one of those people. I pre-order games. Why? Why not? Because you are giving devs money. Yes. For s- something that they haven't yet either created or finished. You never know what you're gonna get, and there is no way of getting that money back if case you are disappointed. Oh, you can. Well, okay. So it's it's about trust. Like I trust Bethesda. I I will probably pre-order it. I won't just pre-order any game. Only from people that have already made great games. I won't pre-order a game that's from an unknown developer, like unknown, like first time indie, whatever. No. But if it's a developer or a publisher that I trust, I'll I'll pre-order it. I mean, fair enough. I agree with you. Bethesda have been kind of the good guys. Yeah. Uh, they gave the... In some parts. Yeah, I mean, more good than evil. I mean, you yeah. can't compare them with Activision or EA, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> Never. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, and, I mean, both EA and Activision can publish and create awesome games. Mm-hmm. But it's just their approach to customers is is just it's just ridiculous. It's just so bad and... and um, it's unacceptable, yeah. uh, honestly. Um, but Bethesda have been—they've been maybe because they've been creating mainly single-player focused games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or the other games that they haven't made but they have published, like um, Wolfenstein. Yes. They have been incredible. Both of them have been absolutely incredible. And in an age where everybody says that single player games are dead, no, they're not. They're not. They're not. No, I no. mean, CD Projekt Red, CD Projekt Red, as I should say it. Yeah, the best developer in my opinion. Yeah, although moment. they only like made one AAA game, really. And they the made the one. best AAA game. But they did. Basically, um, they nailed it. They nailed it. I mean, twenty fifteen. Yeah. It's just all about The Witcher 3, mm-hmm. and it has been since, ever since. Yeah. It the has. expansions, which are actually full-fledged games, that doesn't happen anymore. I mean, just compare mm-hmm. that to Destiny and the six-hour campaign in Warmind. I mean, seriously, <laughs> if anyone from, from Bungie will ever listen to this, um, guys, I, I you probably heard it so many times, but um, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yes. But that's all what I'm going to say. Um, yeah, but then we have Sony, mm-hmm. God of War, oh, amazing game, it's so amazing. Uh, the Last of Us, and mm-hmm. now we're probably gonna get it, uh, The Last of Us 2, yeah, which we will actually talk about, um, E3 before E3 comes out a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. And then you have what, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, of course, from a studio that only made <laughs> linear shooters and they created an open world game. Yeah. How incredible is that? It is. They did it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, single player games are not dead. You just have to make them the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, 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 is it not cost effective? I mean, at the end of the day, a good game will sell itself. Yes. Um, like you hear from EA uh, talking about like let's just say that they have like 500 million budget on the game and then like another 200 million on marketing if the game is good it will sell itself true however like I think it also depends really 
on the reputation of like a publisher or a developer because there's a lot of people now that just don't buy EA games anymore because they they don't support them in any way. True. And this is something that EA inflicted on them upon themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of all the shitty politics yep. that they did. Uh, the the cost uh, the customer politics. Mm-hmm. And um so yeah, but it's like so Anthem. Mm-hmm. It is a huge possibility for them. Yeah. And probably the last chance for Bioware to stay alive. That's so I'm sad. I'm afraid. That yeah, is I'm, so sad. I love Bioware, but... I love them too, but... When when the old guys, the old guard from Bioware split up and they <clears throat> created mm-hmm. Obsidian. Yeah. I mean, Pillars of Eternity. Oh, I'm playing Pillars of Eternity too at the moment. So good. I actually, I actually, so good. I actually, lo- I actually played Pillars of Eternity one on this uh, shitty laptop that I have, mm. and it works. I mean, okay, FPS is like minimum. Everything is minimum, mm. uh, but you can play it. Yeah, I know it's it's not a new <laughs> game, but you can still play it, and uh, it's such a good game. Yes. And Obsidian, well, and Obsidian did the Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> Bioware guys. Move to Obsidian. If 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 EA closes Bioware, just just get over to Obsidian mm-hmm. and 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 kickstart something new, or 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 maybe figure out like a legal loophole to take uh, Mass Effect with you, because Andromeda is such an amazing premise. It is completely new world, mm-hmm. but it's like. And Bioware were always good when it comes to storytelling. Yes. Oh, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh my God! I, I <laughs> best Star Wars game ever. Yes, one hundred percent. I wow. mean, and you have the Sith Triumvirate in the second one. I mean, Darth Trya, Darth Sion, and Darth Nihilus. I mean, anybody. <laughs> if there's anybody listening to it who plays Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, and knows how good <laughs> they are. They are. They're my like you know arena team right now. Um, but yeah, Bioware will always be a legend. Mm -hmm. The same way Interplay. A lot of people forgot about Interplay now, but the stuff that they did in the nineties is just, it's just so amazing. So um, to wrap up the because we talked about a lot of topics and we want to talk talk about um, Fallout seventy six. We're both excited. Yes. Basically, yes. But we don't really know much. Hopefully, Bethesda will tell a little bit more during uh, E3. Yeah. They have to present, like, gameplay, right? They, ha- they have to, yes. What, in five days now? Yeah, it's Saturday, right? Yeah. 7 p.m. Uh, yeah. GMT. Mm-hmm. So, thank God it's actually during a time, well, in a time where we can actually watch it. Thank God. Yeah. Because yes. last year, was it, like, the, st- the earliest one was at, like, 9 or 10? Yeah. And then you 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 either had to wait until like two thirty three thirty for the second one, mm-hmm. and the and um and the third one was like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So it was too late to watch it, mm-hmm. uh, and too early to watch it at the same time. <laughs> so yeah, totally excited about Fallout seventy six. Um, can't wait for it to to come out. And please, Bethesda, <laughs> keep on making more good 
uh, maybe a little bit more better when it comes to storytelling. Yeah. Um, single player games. Yeah. Just keep it single player. You don't have to do multiplayer. Don't. <laughs> and the games will sell themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, we can talk about Avengers. I mean, um, it is an awesome. Let, let let me get. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me get my uh, Thomas. <laughs> okay. Thanos has arrived and he has his gauntlet on. Um, spoiler alert. <coughs> I mean, it's really cool, Thanos. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, everybody dies. <laughs> and it's not Rogue One. No. But, and obviously we will have to talk about um, Star Wars at some point when, when, we talk, when we talk about movies and... Obviously, but let's just focus on maybe on Avengers alone mm-hmm. first. Okay. So you've watched it twice. Uh no, I just watched it the one time. Oh, you only watched it one time. Mm-hmm. I watched it twice in the cinema. Yeah. And I can't wait to get like a four K Blu Ray version of it. <laughs> um, because although the cinema is awesome and it's a cinema. Um, the picture quality in HDR is just outstanding. But enough for commercials about HDR. Um, how did you like the movie? What, 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 how did you feel when you walked out of the cinema? We walked out because <clears throat> when, when, when you know the ending, mm-hmm. is when you still sit in the cinema because obviously there are yeah. credit scenes. So that is one story. But how did you feel when you, when you started digesting everything? And how did you... So, we walk out of the cinema. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? I mean, when I when I walked out, the only thing basically that I could <laughs> that I was thinking about was Samuel L. Jackson at the end. <laughs> he was disappearing. That was the only thing that was going through my mind. Like in in general, I was like the the ending was like oh, okay, you know, uh, I guess we'll see the second movie. It's fine, but uh, yeah. So there wasn't this emotional, gut-wrenching, one-punch man hitting you in the gut? No. No. no actually, no. The- I, um, it was the same uh, case for me. The first time I watched it. Mm. The second time, because there is so much happening in the movie. And, and that's one thing. And um, when you watch it the second time, you can actually focus on other stuff as well. Or maybe like understand it a little bit more. Um. Mm-hmm. So, um, but does the final scene fail to deliver in a sense? Well, I mean, no, I don't think so. It delivered all it could. I mean, it was expected that this would happen, basically. Like, they weren't gonna save the world and everything would be happy because then there wouldn't be a second movie so in a way like i wasn't disappointed but also like it did what it could i was satisfied yeah that's that's all i can say about that like it was okay the ending was just right, I guess. Yeah, it was advertised as it will like knock knock you off your feet. 
and and then people saying that you know you 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 just sit there in that uh, cinema chair and you don't know what's going on around you you are so perplexed i mean first of all and this is so funny that we're actually starting about talking this stuff that is not our most favorite part of the movie <laughs> um but um you had that feeling that okay, so they are vanishing. Spider Man was oh, Spider Man okay, was no. it, that was, it was just, incredible. But then again, yeah. it was not written. It was not unscripted. That's the, the way Spider Man that that was not scripted. It wasn't so, scripted. No, no, no. I mean the way they shot it. Okay. Oh, okay. They, they, uh, this shot they shot several versions of it, mm-hmm. and this was actually the f- one that um, Tom Holland freestyled. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it was scripted, but what he said is like, um, Mr. Stark, I, I don't feel very well. And it also, some people say that it also points out to the fact that he has the Spidey sense, yeah. which is uh, which is shown that it, it, with this hair on his arm mm-hmm. uh, pointing up, and then he turns around and he sees he that, 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 yeah, that yeah. ship. So, may, did he, ex- maybe he could have felt it coming. Ah. I mean, we don't know how Spidey Sense works in, in the MCU. True. Because it was never explained, and I hope they no. don't. Because <laughs> it, it, I mean, <laughs> it is midi-chlorians. Uh, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> yes, actually, actually, yeah. He's using the force. <laughs> yeah, no, but it is, it is exactly like midi-chlorians. Yeah. If they explain this spidey sense with how Qui-Gon Jinn explains how the force works with midichlorians that will be the end of yes. the MCU I mean Kevin Feige will basically hang himself I think yeah <laughs> um, so uh, hopefully they don't do it because Kevin Feige has been doing a great job so, mm-hmm. and please you know we don't want anything to happen to you <laughs> um, but let's talk about uh, the things that we most liked, like um, Stormbreaker Mm, oh, I, I'm saying it, saying it right, Stormbreaker. Yeah, because I always call it Stormcaller for for some reason. I think it is. Yeah, it is. Storm- it is Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah, um, yes. that moment oh. when he just comes crashing down and hits it to the ground. Yeah, uh, the whole cinema erupted. That was so badass. It was so badass, and the reaction in yeah. the cinema was incredible. People were cheering. Yes. People were clapping. Um, oh my god, such an awesome reaction! It's 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 you have to feel it, you know, mm-hmm. to 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 understand it. It was absolutely incredible. Um, and I also like the fact that they moved the movie around into different like sections. You had the, mm-hmm. the Iron Man, Doctor Strange dynamic in one with Spider-Man and of course uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and, yeah. um, and, and, and Pratt ruining it all. No, no, sorry, not Pratt. You didn't ruin anything. Uh, your character did. Yeah, Star-Lord. Star-Lord. Yes. Um, I was so angry. Oh. Yeah, I mean, but... I mean, it makes sense when you think about him. It's it's probably that fifty percent of his humanity took like hundred hundred percent of over mm-hmm. him, and is just you know an idiot douchebag. Yeah. But um, that was basically you could have seen it coming with Gomorrah's death, and the way she died, and 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 mm-hmm. and, uh, and the fact that he does love her, and it's confirmed in the second Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and then we had what? Then we had Thor. 
yeah. with Rocket Raccoon, which mm-hmm. Rocket Raccoon, okay, Rocket Raccoon is my favorite character of the whole MCU, okay? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, a, a mechanical asshole um, raccoon is just, it's just incredible. It's I'm not saying it's because it's like a little bit like me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be Rocket Raccoon, I don't mind. I'm, but, Probably. Yeah, but I could play him, okay? I wouldn't be one. <laughs> I mean... I just think he's 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 so awesome. He has so much power. Yeah. Uh, the character and he's so incredibly voiced by um, who's who's what's his name? Actually, can't remember his name. Yeah, <laughs> but we know who's he's voiced by. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then then and then then Groot basically uh, got chopping off his arm. Oh. Yeah, like symbolic. Oh, the sacrifice of Groot. Yeah. It was. Like, it's it's so good. It Just, is. It is complete. It is really incredible. The only thing that ruined like their part of the movie was, and I'm I feel sorry to say this. It was Peter Dinklage as the yeah the, the dwarf. I mean that is so like um, cliche. Yeah. It's like that every dwarf will now be played by Peter Dinklage. Yeah, it was so unnecessary. Or is. Peter Dinklage, the new name for a dwarf. Basically. I mean, whenever you see someone with that, because it is actually a medical condition. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you look like Peter Dinklage because in that medical condition, their their facial features are are similar to like with uh, people who suffer uh, from Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, it is that kind of thing. Just pushing it too far. What what I mean it is pushing it too far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it was, it wasn't necessary. No, I mean you could have gotten anyone. Oh, and please, not the guy from Star Wars. You know, he's like in every Star Wars movie, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Warwick Davis. Oh yeah, exactly, Warwick Davis. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, just that would have ha- been funny though. <laughs> it would have been funny, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, sorry, it's just uh, something is happening here. Okay, <clears throat> and then we have Earth. Mm. And we have Captain America with Vision and, and all the other uh, guys that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, Wakanda. We already know Wakanda, so mm-hmm. they didn't have to do too much about it. Yeah. There is like a throwaway line that everyone has been evacuated. And mm. uh, and it's there are actually a couple of throwaway lines <laughs> in this movie. Uh, yes. The destruction of Xandar, for starters. Mm-hmm. The evacuation of Wakanda is another one. Mm-hmm. And that Tadeus Ross moment as well. It's not a throwaway line, but it's like, why does the military not help, you know? Yeah. Um, well, they probably it didn't have the chance, yeah. I guess. Like, it happened very fast, the things on Earth. Yeah, but it's it's like, it, it, it's not Battleship, okay? It, it, I mean, the movie Battleship. Um, <laughs> or, or Skyline, that's another, like horrible movie or battlefield delay oh my god that was such a bad movie and <laughs> and and it's what um rihanna is in one or two of them it's like yeah it, it, imagine that yeah. no 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 but it's like like diverting <laughs> to the side a little bit too much so let's get back to the avengers yes. captain america was he underused whoa um no i don't think so just because personally, I don't like the character that much. Oh my god! <laughs> my god! He, uh, 
if you he wasn't s- in the movie at all, I would have been as happy as I am now. <laughs> to be fair. How can you not like Captain America? It is very easy to not like Captain America. Okay, I I mean, you're obviously Team Iron Man then. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it's cool. It, it's fine. He's a cool guy. He's a funny guy. But Captain America is the American hero. And do exactly. you know what Captain America's superpower is? <laughs> what? Like, courage or freedom or... I don't know, eagles. <laughs> no, he, eagle is the guy, the black guy who actually flies with him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. That's yes. e- that. That's eagle. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, what is his superpower? His superpower is that he's pure of heart. That's not a superpower. It's, he's just a really <clears throat> nice guy. No, he's not just. He is the guy who will. It, okay, it, it's you have to look at it a little bit more historically. Okay, okay. historical context. Second World War, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know, but there is this awesome British song that was sung by the British soldiers. I think it was in the uh, in the First World War. It goes around like uh, goes about like uh, you're not too heavy, you're not heavy, you're my brother, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it just um, Captain America is all about that thinking that we are all brothers in this. We all work together. We all look after each other. And there is this line when he says that. Um, to Iron Man that uh, about uh, you have like one hundred I know like what ten guys one hundred guys just number of guys that are better than you because they would um, help you if if you needed them or they would uh, like uh, cover your back for you you know whenever and they don't need superpowers because uh, heroism being a hero uh, sacrificing sacrificing yourself for other people or just helping other people that is a true superpower. And that, I really like that character because that being so down to earth, it actually shows you that um, maybe maybe it's too infantile, but you don't have to have superpowers. You don't have to have, be an alien. You don't have to have a huge mansion and, 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 and Batmobiles, okay? To be a kind of superhero, and I'm, qu- I'm quote, air quoting now, mm-hmm. in the real world. And... <clears throat> I always preferred. I always liked Captain America because, in this sense, he was more grounded. I mean, Tony Stark is awesome. Okay, everybody's gonna, and uh, gonna like him. But Captain America is is he's just comes from a different side of the spectrum. Um, I think he's a great character. He has a great arc. I think he has one of the best arcs in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and. Uh, I just love the guy. Okay. I know. I know. I know. I know that there are better superheroes than him. Better superpowers, maybe better written superheroes. I know I have Thor as well. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a god basically. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Captain America, uh, because he's that kind of hero, and this movie kind of delivers that kind of um, uh, heroism from him. But I would just like to see a little bit more of it. Like, yeah, like, there is this standoff at the end between him and Thanos, okay? Yes. And there is this standoff uh, in the comic books as well. But then again, we already had that thing that he says when he's fighting um, uh, Iron Man in Captain America Civil War. Mm -hmm. I can do this all day, you know? And that kind of completes his arc. So throwing that again, something similar in that we wouldn't make sense because... This movie is all about 
Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. Exactly. yeah. and I, I was pointing to the Thanos figure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie is all about Thanos, so let's talk about Thanos. Uh, I love Thanos. He's just like <clears throat> Thanos. I don't know. He has an interesting philosophy, and oh yeah, very interesting yeah. genocide. Yeah, yeah. I and, mean, and very original. V- yes. Well. Hmm. Um, I don't know. In some points of the movie, like you kind of know, like you kind of see where he's coming from. And it's like, okay, it's... Okay, this might sound weird, but in some ways I think Thanos can also be seen as a superhero. As a, maybe not as a superhero, but as a hero. As yes, he, yeah, he, as a hero. He's not like a 100% antagonist. No, because he also, he just does what he thinks is right. He follows his ideals. And yeah, he follows through. Like, he even, he even sacrifices what he loves most in the world to make his vision. And he, does, and he does actually love something. Yeah. <clears throat> or someone. Yeah. So he's like so complex. I, I, I think that Spider-Man uh, line from the Civil War uh, sums it up perfectly when uh, Spider-Man uh, battles um, Captain America and he says that, and, and then Captain America says, what else did Tony Stark tell you about me? And he says that uh, you're wrong, uh, but you think you're right, and that makes you dangerous. And that is exactly, if you could sum up in, in one sentence, that is exactly what Thanos is. Yeah. Um, he, it's like a good villain has to really have a motive to do that. And he does have a motive. Um, it's, it's explained very well in the movie, so we're not going to spoil And you can see that, and he follows through. Yes. What I really love about him is that he follows through. And obviously he's going to follow through because we have the second movie, so he has to follow through. It's like, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know... Uh, Darth Vader in the um, in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, please, God, no! Not Return <laughs> of the Jedi. The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I take it back, and I will edit it out, <laughs> or maybe I will not. Um, it's exactly like that. So it, Thanos is just a great uh, supervillain, and maybe I would wish that Ultron was a little bit more like him. In a sense that he wouldn't die at the end. Because mm-hmm. he's artificial intelligence, okay? Yeah. He can always come back. And you, we know in the comic books what Hank Pink made him first, then the high evolutionary, and oh, oh my god, that is just so weird what happens to him. <laughs> but he comes back like three times because uh-huh. he's AI. Yes. Um, so he can always come back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Best supervillain of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Best villain? I mean, I really like Green Goblin. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Uh, yes. Obviously it's a joke, man. <laughs> Green Goblin is, goddammit, not in the MCU, man. No, no, no. Yes. True, Doctor Doom is also cool. Mm. Still not MCU. Yeah. You know. uh, yeah, I mean, let's, let's do a quick rundown. So we had, we had Iron Man fa- first, and no. The villain is, no? No. Thor, we had Loki. Okay, Loki. Okay, Loki is very good, though. But he is a villain in three movies. Yes. Like, sort of. For, he appears, what, in five movies? 
and mm. he's like a little bit like a villain sometimes yeah. a little bit not that, that's that's also cool because Thanos is also not completely he, he's mad he's a mad titan yes but he thinks he's not evil he's actually doing something right um and Loki Loki is just Loki he's kind of mischief and he does mischief what he does mm-hmm. he do he mis he does mischievery uh, if that's the word exactly yeah um and that is so cool about him yeah, I really love them. Yeah. Mm. The, the Chitari were like, uh, like whatever. Um, but maybe we'll see Ronan again and some proper Kree action in uh, Captain Marvel. So, but mm. we will we'll talk about next uh, what's gonna happen next in a moment. Um, so to sum up this, Thanos, uh, good villain, uh, really good representations of the superhero, and it's just my private opinion that Captain America could have had a little bit more. Mm. Um, one more thing, maybe we can mention um, the fact who dies. Okay. I think it it kind of lessens the blow when you see that you already know, and that's gonna tie in what what we're gonna talk about next in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's gonna happen in the future in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Um, mm, the original Avengers as- yeah. ensemble saves a line. Yeah. So it's like, do, do we already know what's going to happen? And we're only just waiting for it to happen to see how it happens. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to be a big reunion and their Avengers are going to save the world. By sacrificing themselves. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know if that's going to happen. <clears throat> that would be so cool if they managed to surprise us. Whew. Yes, I hope they do. I hope they surprise us. I really hope they do. But I have to say... It was like, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just too picky. Am I picky? I probably am picky. Um, it doesn't detract from the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, agree on that. And so, what's going to happen next? Ooh. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Are you excited about it? No. I... <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, no. Not that's at your all. opinion. Yeah, yeah, but like I, I really, I don't care about Ant Man. I don't. He's funny. The movie was so funny. Ah, I mean, Paul Rudd is really cool as a, you know, as a, a comedy relief, comic relief. Yeah, true. (laughs) But I like, like this superhero movies to be a mix of like hard hitting stuff and comedy, and Ant Man is just comedy. Basically. Okay, first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. A uh, little uh, <clears throat> digression. We didn't talk about one of my favorite scenes. When Thor mm-hmm. picks up Rocky Raccoon. No, it wasn't Thor. It was... Was it... Um, uh, White Wolf. So, was it the Winter Soldier? Was it Bucky Barnes who picked up Rocket? And, like... Yeah, like swirled him, gun. yeah, swirled him around basically, yeah. and Rocket was like shooting everything. Oh. You know, that was so cool. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, co- co- correct us if we're wrong, but we really do believe it was um mm. was Bucky Barnes. Yeah. So okay, so you don't care about Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, that's fine. No. That's fine. You're wrong, but that's fine. Actually, I wouldn't mind <laughs> a movie that's just the Wasp, basically, because she can fly. And as they have established in the trailers, there but, is no reason why the 
why Ant Man couldn't fly because they had technology. Well, ants, and but ants don't fly. I know, but they could have just called him something else. That's just. But Ant Man is already there. That's... I mean, who was he supposed to be? We already have a. Okay. There, there are flying ants, by the way. There are ants that can fly. Let's just get that clear. <laughs> okay, whatever, man. I mean, <laughs> you're the ant yeah. specialist, I guess. Yes. But, <laughs> okay. Um, I think that Ant-Man will be the funny guy and she will be the muscle. Okay. And we will meet um, Michelle's Pfeiffer character, whom we know is the old wasp. Quantum mm-hmm. Realm, probably. And that's, I think that's going to somehow tie into uh, Infinity War and how this fourth movie will play out. I don't think it will tie in. I don't think it will have anything to no? do with I don't think so. I, can't, I just I can't, I can't imagine Ant-Man having something to do with saving the world from Thanos. <laughs> that just seems so ridiculous to me. <laughs> imagine that Ant-Man is the only guy who saves the world. Everybody dies, and Ant-Man is the only guy left, and he annihilates Thanos. If that happens, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be I, so mad. I don't think that happens, and I actually wouldn't want that to happen. That would be uh, so ridiculous. Be yeah, it would. No, 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 that would be completely over the top. <laughs> uh, if Kevin Feige, please do not let that happen. Um, they should have just, in Avengers, shown an extra scene with Ant-Man disappearing as well. <laughs> that would have made me so happy. <laughs> Oh my God! You are you. I've. I will have to reconsider our little agreement. Yeah, because <laughs> as you now know, I don't like Captain America. Yeah. And I don't like Ant Man. Nah, it's fine. It's actually. I just don't like fun. That's the point. Uh, anything funny or good? No. <laughs> I I I am speechless. So I will just move on to the next movie, which is Captain Marvel. Okay. I have no idea about Captain Marvel. I don't know a lot about Captain Marvel, to be honest. Okay, so Captain Marvel is Karen Danvers in this iteration. Uh, she's a um, an U.S. Uh, Air Force pilot okay. who gets somehow into outer space, and then there's this Marvel M A R hyphen V E L L character mm-hmm. who. Something happens and then he gives her his powers or he kind of like goes into her body and she becomes Marvel, Captain Marvel, something like that. I mean, it's, it's hard to say really what they're going to do because yeah. I don't, don't know the new comic books and mm-hmm. I haven't read the original ones, uh, but I read about them. So. Yeah, me too. That's the I mean... We, we know that the movie is going to take place in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was teased by that little, you know, pager thingy yeah. that uh, Samuel Jackson had just before he died. Yes. Um, I am really excited about the movie. Mm-hmm. And unlike Star Wars, uh, Captain Marvel will not be a Mary Sue. Huh. Because Man. she will be the first female character to take center stage in a Marvel cinematic in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. That's her movie. It's all about her. <laughs> but I uh, I have full confidence in Kevin Feige and in whoever's doing the movie and in Marvel and in Marvel that she will not be like Ray. 
and this is <laughs> this is the only Star Wars comparison that I'm gonna make when it comes to these. But uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And a lot of people who didn't like or had an issue with Star Wars: The Last Jedi and with Ray's character in that movie know what I'm talking about. So really, I don't believe that they can screw it up. <laughs> um. So I hope we, we don't. no. We would. Our uh, Ron the accuser is yeah. uh, coming back, so he's gonna wield his hammer again, probably. Uh, the Kree are coming back. I'm really mm-hmm. excited about that, and we will have this. Um, and I forgot the name now. This shapeshifter kind of race as well. And there are so many rumors and theories around the internet on what's gonna happen that everybody is a clone or whatever. Uh. I mean, like, I, I mean, like, I, I just hope it's not because it's gonna ruin everything or just cause a huge headache. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think. Are you excited about the movie? I mean, I don't know a lot about like Captain Marvel or the Kree in general. I don't know a lot about them. So mm-hmm. I'm not as excited as, you know, like Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy. Because I'm more familiar with them. So I, I just, I don't know what to expect, basically. Maybe that's, maybe that's the best part of it. Yeah, it's going to be a surprise. And I hope it's going to be a pleasant surprise. Yeah. At least. I mean, so far, Marvel haven't really disappointed us. No. Like, no. Thor The Dark World wasn't a good movie, but, uh, but who cares, really? I mean, yeah. any of the movies that introduced a character, and this is going to be... This will introduce a new character. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been really good. Iron Man, awesome. Yes. Thor, good. Uh, but the characters are awesome. Yeah. Um, and let's just stop on uh, that. But every single one of them is is really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way even even the way Hawkeye and the whole Avengers are 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 shown in the first Avengers movie, Guardians of the Galaxy just stole the scene basically. Ah, yes. Um, so I think we can be totally totally excited about it, but. By the fact that we don't know too much, if you're not into comic books and uh, the new Captain Marvel is, you know, it's it's it has just to be let's be honest, it hasn't been written for the male audience, <laughs> but I still think it's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. And when is it? When is it coming out? Uh... Is it, it's gonna be a couple of months before? It's gonna come out on the same time or around the same time as Black Panther did this year. So okay. a couple of months before um, Infinity War Part Two or whatever the fourth Avengers movie will be. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think it could be, re- and we will see Doctor Fury with two eyes. Maybe ah. we will see how he loses his eye. <laughs> Although I okay. don't really care about it, but why not? That's actually something I want to bring up as well. Do you think it's good? There's so many Marvel movie releases, one after the other. No. Good. I honestly think there are too many. Yes. Uh, even though when you think about it, 10 years, 18 movies, so that's roughly almost two movies a year. Mm-hmm. But still, you had years where there were three of them. Yeah. Um, Black Panther was a good movie. Avengers was a good movie. But year with every year passing by and more and more movies i think that i would have appreciated um some of the movies more if there was more time between them if i my mind could just rest a little bit because i mean okay maybe if you're uh you know between the age of six and 14 
you're happy with that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you're an adult, I think, um, and you're not, it, your life doesn't uh, revolve around this stuff, uh, but you still like it because it's, it's part of your childhood and it's just fun. You just like it, okay? Um, they could have shown a little bit, maybe more time, in, g mm. given us a little bit more time between them. Yeah, because... So they feel fresh, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, it takes away from the, like, <coughs> event. It used to be something, oh, wow, it's another Marvel movie. It's going to be fun. It's something that happens only once in a while. It's nice. But now it's like, okay, yeah. I've already seen two Marvel movies this year. Let's go to the third one. Yeah. Yay. And it's basically like 18 episodes of a, of a two and a half, three hour um, TV series episodes. Yeah. It's turning into that. I mean, if you want to watch it, it's how long going to take you? Like four days? Watch, yeah. Binge watch them all? Mm -hmm. um, and not like, not like I'm recommending it to anyone, but if you want to I mean, do it, do it. I, I mean, it's, it's a little bit too much. Slow yeah. down. I mean... Yeah. Please do not make more than two movies a year, I think. Mm. Um, that's going to be enough. Yeah. And as well, like they should space them out then. Because if it's like only two or three months in between... Um, no, half a year. Okay. Half a year is, half a year is fine. Like one in summer and one uh, during the holidays. Yeah. By that, I mean Christmas holidays, yeah, yeah, yeah. as they are called in the US. We, by, in Europe, when you say holidays, you mean the summer break. Yeah. Stupid Americans. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so we liked Avengers mm -hmm. Infinity War, we loved Thanos, and we are excited for the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, very much. At least for the next year. <laughs> yeah, at least for the next year. And really what's going to happen in the future? I, I, I'm, I'm, I want to focus on what's now, because mm -hmm. I enjoy it, mm -hmm. and, and they have plenty of material... But honestly, I'm going to be completely honest right okay. now. If Avengers 4 was the last movie of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I would be happy with that either. With that too. Okay, yeah, me too. I mean, I think it's, it, it would culminate what, mm -hmm. they, what they've been working on. And, yep. and like Star Wars was so much fun to wait all these years. And then when they came out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, enough with the Star Wars comparisons because that's... Uh, <laughs> That's a story for a totally different conversation.